Hey, what's going on? You are listening to another episode of Blame Crypto. What's up, everybody? This is Blame Crypto, episode six. My name is Jesse Drama, and this is Kyle Knows. Uh, yeah, we're excited to be here. But before we begin, guys, make sure you hit that subscribe button anywhere you get your podcast. And of course, once again, we're getting to the end of November. If you subscribe to iTunes and leave us a uh, leave us a badass review, you are entered in our NBA Top Shop drawing. I keep saying Top Shop, even though I've I've been involved it's right. with them forever. Top it's Shot, right. Top Shot, <laughs> Top Shot NFTs. We're giving away two of them at the end of this month, so make sure you guys subscribe, leave us a review, and uh, there will be two winners at the end of the month. So I'm excited to give those away and announce who those winners are. So that's right, and we and we promise to to actually do this legitimately. If you see like one of my best friends get it, like you know, you can call me out, but. I hate these uh, these NFT giveaways that are the NFT random draws. <laughs> you see all the cool people getting the fucking rare shit. I'm like, all right, that doesn't something yeah, doesn't like, make sense there. When I see Andy no Milanakis win a raffle oh, yeah. for an NFT, I'm like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> hey, what's up with that random. guy? I heard I heard he blocks a bunch of people. Is that true? Is he a blocker? Uh, dude, he's he wild, a... man. He's wild. I, I'd recommend following Andy. You know, he's he's super entertaining. And uh, he's he's very heavy into the NFT space, so he's a he's a great personality to uh, to kind of keep an eye on. Uh, I don't know if I'd necessarily follow his moves, but um, but, <laughs> but you know he's got he he's got some solid projects in in his wallet. But again, I know he's got some deep pockets, so it's not too surprising. I heard he's a. Yeah. I, 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 the only time I see him pop up, it's at people saying he blocks them. So who knows, Andy? Yeah. If you're listening to this podcast, stay strong, man. Like let let, <laughs> let your haters see your moves. You know what I mean? Hey, double XL, double XL posted him when he when he did like a little freestyle with ASAP Rocky a couple of weeks ago, and he got he got posted on double XL. He was juiced about that, so you know he he's making his, his, his rounds in the in the rap world still. KP KP dropping the uh, the hip hop news. Hey, <laughs> um, did you but, hear about uh, about Hillary Clinton? No. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That oh, man, I, you know me, I'm not a fan of Hillary, but. You know the the words she spoke, the words she spoke. Why don't you go ahead and enlighten them on what she said? Um, she she basically said uh, uh, Bitcoin and crypto are are a threat to the dollar and uh, and and you know and uh, it's so funny because like we know that, but we come from it as a positive sign. She came from it as a negative, and she was like, "Oh yeah, this is not good. This cannot continue." And uh, you know, it just kind of goes to show you like. The I, you know we've talked about this before the people the old folks uh, party you know the the old money you know they've got their champagne bottles and that's not the kind of party I want to be at so anytime uh, Hillary or I mean even Donald Trump you know came out and, and talked shit uh, what was it a few months ago about uh, about Bitcoin mm-hmm. or crypto listen yep. guys it's, it's it's our time now it's not your time it's our time so well I, I mean, hate to break you're... it to you. When you're threatening the pockets uh, of those people, then then all of a sudden now it's a big deal, and now they want to uh, instead of call it a scam, they're over here like saying, "Oh, oh it's funny how it's gone from." Oh, actually, yeah, no, it's gone. It's funny how it's gone from scam and bullshit 
to oh now it's a threat to the US dollar like whoa where did this I thought I thought it wasn't even on their radar huh you know now we're over Ooh, here saying that it's a, a threat to the US dollar so that's a in my in my opinion that's bullish <laughs> I, but, Nike's uh, not worrying about the Dollar Tree, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but these guys are worrying about about crypto. That's for damn sure. Right. Um, yeah, you know Trump. Trump. He's going to come out with uh, Trump first. So you, you, you watch. It's going <laughs> to oh, change man. his whole corporation. Right, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I I can't even pay attention to the politics anymore these days. It's all crazy. But uh, but did you see what OBJ came out and said? I saw he's a he's a he's a Bitcoin truther. He's coming out with the uh, yeah. the Bitcoin salary. Yeah, he he partnered with Cash App, and uh, he's now going to be receiving his entire salary in Bitcoin, which is uh, probably the biggest player in in all of major league sports across the uh, all the four major major sports to uh, start taking his um, his salary in Bitcoin. So from a from a yeah. you know a grand scale of uh, you know getting eyes on this, you know he he's a pretty big name to to make that move. So. I think that's great for the space and great for the community and, and great for the crypto uh, the crypto space as a whole. So that was really exciting to see. Um, but on definitely the, on better the, than an offensive lineman like you know, <laughs> that nobody's ever heard of. Right. Like, hey, at the end of the day, we'll take it all. But but I yeah, know. I think I think you're going to start to see a lot more athletes start to uh, turn to that, and it's going to be really interesting when it when it all kind of starts dominoing down. You know, I think it's similar to like how the whole board ape yacht club NFTs have taken off. It was like first you saw one. Now you saw a couple, and then it's like now half of the Philadelphia 76ers all got uh, right. Board Ape Yacht Club <laughs> NFTs as their PFPs on Twitter. So uh, it, it kind of catches on like wildfire in this space, and, and you'll notice it, it, it when it picks up, it goes from 0 to 100 really quick. And, and I think you're going to see over the next two years a waterfall of professional athletes doing the same thing. So it'll be really it'll be really cool to watch. Um, but on the on the more um, negative side, uh, I mean, I don't really see it as negative. But you know, there's a lot of people in the space who see it as negative anytime the market goes through a correction. And uh, as you guys all know, over the last uh, uh, what two weeks, uh, week and a half or so, we've been in a correction. And uh, you know, Bitcoin's hovering around 57k right now at the time we're, we're recording this. Um, but you know, there's a couple real key levels to watch in my opinion. And, uh, I think, uh, 55k is going to be a really, a really key level to watch. Um, when you look at the daily chart, if you were to look at the key levels, it, it, it's touched throughout the last six, seven months. Uh, 55k is a really key level. And, uh, and so far it's held that level. And I think that's a really pivotal one to, for us to hold. Um, if we're going to see a quick reversal, if we do lose 55, I, I'll, be, I'll be watching about 52 and a half uh, to, you know, around that range, 52.5 K um, to, to hold that support. But personally, I don't really see it going much lower than those two. If we do, um, obviously, this is crypto, so you never know. Um, I saw someone posting, uh, I think it was like BitLord talking about how it could go to six grand. And uh, I'm like, man, we all know it's not going to 6K, but you know, at the end of the day, it, to put something out there like that, I'm like, well, I respect it because you know, at the end of the day, if it does go that low, you I'm, he, I'm he can <laughs> he can say he can say he looks like a genius, and then all of us got an opportunity to buy super cheap. So yeah, um, again, I, I don't think that's gonna that. <laughs> right, right. But you know, I, I don't see that by any means, and and like I said, I don't see it's going below fifty unless we see some kind of black swan event like like when COVID hit, but. Um, but 55 and 52.5 are the, are the two levels I'm watching. 
uh, to place buys um, personally. So we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Um, you know, I, I really think that 100K Bitcoin and 10K ETH are both still in play technically. You know, if you think about it, you know, that's that's for, uh, the end for of the Bitcoin. Year? Yeah, by the end of the year, I would say. Uh, wow. You know, that's that's less than a 2X for Bitcoin right now. You know, and, and 2X is nothing in this space. Yeah, I get, you know, that's another trillion dollars into Bitcoin. But with the big institutions and everybody that, that's buying into Bitcoin right now, you know that's that's not a huge stretch in my opinion, and uh, and for ETH to do it um, on, with a smaller market cap and everything that's happening on ETH right now, it's barely over a two x for it to hit ten k by the end of the year. And if you guys were here in twenty seventeen, you saw how quickly we took off, um, you know, in that short amount of time towards the end of uh, Q four of twenty seventeen and into Q one of twenty eighteen. So I, I think. I think there's still a really good chance we could see that, but again, you know, it's crypto, so uh, it's all just probabilities, and and I think the the probability on on that kind of uh, spectrum, I think, um, in my opinion, I think it's still heavily in play. So, um, things to look out for. We are seeing a little bit of a bearish divergence on BTC, but um, but you know, on the daily, but we that could change very quickly. And you know, if you look in uh, the previous one, runs that we've had. 20% pullbacks are, are are every day in this. You know, maybe not necessarily every day, obviously, but you guys get what I mean. 20% pullbacks is is, is nothing new uh, in this space. And, I mean, if you even look back to, you know, February, we, we had a, we went all the way up to 58K and came crashing back down to 42K, which is roughly a 26% pullback, um, just to surpass it two weeks later and hit, and go right to 61. So, you know these these volatile moves like this are nothing new and seeing a, a pullback um back to you know 56 57k right now from you know the around 67 is 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 really nothing and is is quite normal and healthy for this market based on how it's acted in the past so um that's where I'm at on bitcoin um for eth I'm looking at 4k as the as a critical level for it to hold um it's been looking really good it's been holding so far um but if we do lose uh, 4K, I'll be looking at 3,700 as a nice little um, the next area for support. Um, but you know, again, these pullbacks like this—I mean, ETH hasn't had as big of a pullback, in my opinion, um, when you look at the numbers—and uh, it's still holding nicely above like 4,100 right now. I think it's sitting around 4 or 4,170, uh, which is amazing. Um, but you know, if you look back uh, again a couple months ago. Um, we hit 4,400 in May, and we saw a 60% correction back to the 1600s. You know, so that was, you know, like I said, these pullbacks are are exactly what the what happens in this market, and you can't let them shake you out because after we had a 60% correction from 4,400 in May all the way back to 1600, uh, literally three and a half months later, we hit new all-time highs. You know, and that might seem sound like a long time, but in the grand spectrum of things, three and a half months is nothing. In this, and for us to go hit a new all-time high just in that short amount of time, right after having a big correction like that, that that should speak volume to you guys, and you guys should learn to understand that. Do not let these shakeouts shake you, because that that's how this market works, and it preys on people not being able to handle that and handle their emotions. So, what you got, Jeff? So, question, yeah, question on that. Um, <clears throat> okay, so when you see like Bitcoin dropped the way it has in the last, what, like couple of days, whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. So my question for you is, is that because there's major dumping going on? And if so, right, if people are, if 
people, companies are dropping or, you know, dumping it. Isn't that generally based off of what you've said before, a, an indication that an alt run is coming? Uh, especially if like you said, like uh, Bitcoin does its thing, kind of tapers off. Ethereum does its thing, kind of tapers off. And then it moves down to altcoins. Is that is that what you're seeing or is this just people and companies dropping it for a little bit? You know, in my opinion, it's not exactly that. You know, if you're going to go look at whereas Bitcoin makes a run and then the alts have the run afterwards, I would look more yeah. so back at like the beginning of this year when Bitcoin made its massive run to up into the 50Ks. And then uh, while Ethereum was still sitting down around, uh, I don't remember what it was, but it, it, Bitcoin was outpacing it like at a rapid rate. And that's what you got to look for when you see when you're expecting where these different pumps come in, in waves. You're waiting to see Bitcoin separate itself from the pack like it did back at the beginning of the year. And and recently, it has not set itself away from the pack. It's basically going with the market and it's kind of sitting mm. along with those other tokens. So I wouldn't consider this as one of those waves where um, it, it pumps and then you're waiting for the alts or anything like that. Just because uh, if that was the case, I would expect to see Bitcoin rise to say like 80, 90K here in the next like couple weeks. And then everything else kind of stay back a little bit, if that makes sense. Yeah. And then after Bitcoin kind of tops out, so to speak, so to speak, and kind of cools off, then I would expect the alts to kind of start making their run, and it would start with Ethereum generally. Um, but this this has been a little bit different. Um, you know, I think uh, there's a couple different theories. You know, there's some people saying it's it's going to be a double top, and we're going to go back into a correction, and technically the bull market could be over. I don't believe in that, to be honest. I'm not saying it's going to be, I'm not saying it's wrong, um, because at the end of the day, I don't have a crystal ball. My uncle doesn't run the market. So, <laughs> you know, I, I could be wrong, but I just, um, when you look at past runs, this, uh, that would not make sense to me unless we're going to create a whole new narrative on how these cycles uh, process. So, Interesting. I still think here in the next week or two, possibly, maybe three weeks, we're going to see another big push up personally um, just because the end of the year during these bull cycles tends to get uh, really exciting and I expect this run to be no different and if you look back in 2017 in November this is like uh, it's you know it's it's very very similar um, in its own ways so um, one one big indicator for me um, when I look at ETH uh, is um, when I, I look at the momentum waves if you look at where the momentum wave is, where it just currently topped out after hitting 4,800 or whatever that was, um, and it's now kind of coming down and correcting, that momentum wave is still much lower and is, and is not topped and hit those same levels that we saw all the way from August 2020 through May of 2021, which was essentially a huge part of this bull run. And it still has, it still has not reached those same levels. So I still think ETH has a big... Uh, big, not big, but a long way to go. And that's another reason why I really think 10K is still in play. And same with Bitcoin. Um, you know, I'm not going to lie, I didn't really look close at the Bitcoin wave. So I, I mean, I probably should <laughs> I should have before I did this. But um, I was kind of focusing on, on, uh, on ETH when it came to the momentum waves. And after seeing that it has not even reached close to those same levels, um, that just tells me there's a lot more room to run. So um, I would honestly expect uh, here over the next probably three to four months, uh, I would not be surprised to see ETH top 10K for sure. So that that that's kind of my outlook on that. 
Um, I don't know. Do you, did you feel like this market was going to shake you out a little bit there, Jess? No, no. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm. I mean, I, I get on Twitter and I bitch about it, but it's like outside of that, I don't, I don't touch anything. <laughs> I, I, you know, uh, yeah. I've said this before, and I'll say it again. My, my, uh, my uh, stepdad, he's he does really well in more of the the traditional market, right? But he also has Bitcoin, and and he said, hey, listen, uh, when investing, it's the only time where people run away from a good sale. And he's like, you know, like it's the craziest thing. People will sell their shit when it, when, you know, the market tanks and then they'll buy when the market's high. And it's like, you need, and obviously that's the opposite of what you want to do. And so if we believe in crypto, and if you're listening to this podcast, you probably do, then there should be absolutely no reason that you sell anything unless you think it's a shit project that you're in, you know, and you probably shouldn't have been in it to begin with. But, um, <laughs> You know, outside of that, yeah. I mean, what what are you gonna do? I'm just I'm yeah. just like, hey, listen, I'm in this for the long run. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Is one thing I always hear is if you're struggling with with those emotions, just flip your chart upside down. Just flip the chart upside down. <laughs> and when you see it going up, buy that shit. <laughs> and, and, right. and it won't it won't fail you. Uh, <laughs> That's good. That's good. There, like there's that. a nugget for the day. Just flip flip the chart upside down, man. And then don't think about nothing else. Just look at it like normal with it flipped. Um, but yeah, so like I said, overall, still bullish on the market. You know, I get messages uh, from my boy Sam all the time. Anytime we see a dip, hey, man, what do you think? Man, I think the same thing. I'll tell you if it changes, man. I love you. I promise. But I, I swear, you got to stop tripping. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so that's, that's where I'm at on the whole market. Um, but But moving on. Um, did you hear about the new uh, what uh, the new NFT that dropped the other day that that was shaking the whole uh, the whole space? Wolf Game. Are you familiar? No, with I Wolf actually Game? haven't. No. So Wolf Game, Wolf Game dropped the other day, uh, yesterday I believe it was either yesterday or the day before. Um, I want to say it was yesterday, and uh, and it exploded, and and you had all these people making crazy money. Um, I was definitely feeling a lot of FOMO because I was like, how did I not hear about this? Um, and I seen all these people getting sheep and wolves and I'm like, what in the hell is this game? Oh, is yeah, posting yeah. about it. Yeah. So, and it was up all, all the way to, to number two on open sea, uh, for volume and, uh, and it, and it went crazy. And, and the way I'm going to just explain this for you guys. So you guys know how wolf game works. What wolf game is, is an NFT, uh, uh, essentially, uh, it's an NFT project that allows you to either own a sheep or a wolf and the way this works is you stake your sheep or your wolf and the sheep when you stake them they earn what is called wool token which is their utility token and wool uh, when you stake your sheep you earn 10,000 wool a day well when this game launched it was around uh, when I looked at it it was around 24 cents a token which means people fuck? staking, yeah. So when people were staking one sheep, they were literally pulling in twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars a day. A what the day. fuck? <laughs> yes, it was like I saw guys posting like I just made hundreds of thousands of dollars in a matter of two days, or so, or in yeah, in two days because it must have launched two days ago. D tell me something and... happened, and this is not the way it is. <laughs> No, let me get to it. Let me get to it. I'm gonna just explain the game first, and then we're gonna okay, we'll, we'll talk about it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. So, the the how this works is the sheep. You stake the sheep, 
right? And in the story, the backline story to this is that the sheep, uh, the shepherds and the sheep have a deal with the wolf, um, with the wolves. And if you have a sheep that is not staked and you currently own wool tokens, wolves can steal your wool tokens by not staking therefore incentivizing people to make sure they keep their sheep staked which in my opinion is a genius uh incentive in the protocol um and what happens anytime a wolf steals the wool from a sheep that is not staked it gets split between all the wolf holders so for example when i when i first saw it on OpenSea, it was roughly uh around one eth for a sheep and i think it was around three eth for a wolf um, shortly, two hours later, I look and it's like five ETH for a freaking sheep and like eight or nine ETH for a wolf. And I was like, what Holy shit. fuck just happened? <laughs> so, and then I, so I started looking into it further and I, I realized how people were making all this money. Um, and then the interesting part of it also is that there's a tax when people who, who stake the sheep withdraw their wool and there's a 20% tax. So when you withdraw your wool, 20% of it goes to all the wolf holders. Mm. So as another incentive to hold the wolf. Um, and this is and that was kind of a, a quick breakdown of how that worked. Well, shortly after, um, it was either last night or, or today. I don't, again, it's, it's just been crazy. So I don't remember the exact times it was last night or today, but um, there was an exploit that was discovered in, in the code where um, essentially people could withdraw more wool than what they had actually had or claimed. And that resulted in people withdrawing way more wool than they actually had because they knew how to exploit the code. And that obviously created a huge issue. And since they have, from last I heard, they have um, halted all staking and made it so you cannot unstake your sheep or wool. And obviously... That's not good because there's also issues where how do you change that and redeploy the contract without screwing everything up. So um, I'm not super code and and programmy. So if anybody wants to correct me on verbiage or whatever that is, um, that's my understanding. Uh, But it's not a good look for Wolf Game. Um, Will they will they find a way to overcome it? That that still seems to be seen. But there's a lot of really prominent people in the space that are really banking on this. So I would imagine they're going to try really hard to find a solution. But um, but if that happens, it, it still remains to be seen. Um, I think the floor has dropped to around three ETH for a sheep now. Uh, when I looked about an hour ago, so it'll be interesting to see how that transpires over the coming days and, and see if the team can can salvage the project. Otherwise. Um, it's not looking good. And to be honest, they launched uh, another aspect of it where you can buy land parcels that have that are essentially part of this game and you have to own land um, as part of the uh, whole mechanism to really um, interact fully with, with all the different uh, protocols in the game. Um, but it's funny to me that they launched this after this exploit happened. So to me, I'm like, is this their last effort to kind of cash grab and get people to buy these uh, land parcels um, while they can't even, you know, pull their sheep right now? So I don't know. And they did it by with a Dutch auction, meaning it started at like 0.69 ETH and then every hour or something like that, it goes down. 
um, and they're trying to trying to sell that out. And I think it would have sold out much faster because it's still like around 65% of the land left to mint, at least when I looked about an hour ago. So yeah. I think they're really taking a pretty big hit um, from all this. So like I said, it'll be interesting to see how it all uh, kind of pans out. Um, I'm still kind of feeling a little FOMO because, I mean, shoot, you probably could have made <laughs> a couple grand in, in that first day just by pulling out the wool. But at the end of the day, I, it is what it is. And, and hindsight's always twenty twenty, as we say. But um, that's that was kind of some pretty uh, interesting news on Wolf Game. Uh, I'm sure you guys will see it on Twitter or on OpenSea or wherever you guys uh, happen to look at NFTs at if you are into NFTs at the moment. Um, but that's what I got on Wolf Game. Um, as far as good positive news uh, on NFTs, Mutant Cats, my guys over at Mutant Cats officially launched uh, staking for the Mutant Gorillas. I'm extremely, extremely excited about this. This is going to allow Mutant Cats uh, holders to stake their gorillas and then earn serums, uh, which will interact with their Mutant Cats and turn them into cured cats. Um, and not to get too convoluted, but once you have two cured cats, you can breed them to create a, uh, it's, I believe, some kind of Genesis or XV uh, cat that will be used in their Metaverse uh, game. So really exciting stuff happening at Mutant Cats. Um, definitely, they're, they're at a discount right now, I think around 0.7 ETH for a Mutant Cat, and only about 280 of them are listed out of 10,000. So... I do really highly uh, recommend looking into Mutant Cats if you can afford it. I think this is going to be a really solid blue chip project in the future and expect it to be in the top 10 for, for the foreseeable future once once it really starts hitting the ground running. Um, so again, shout out to Mutant Cats. They're, they've done an incredible job. And uh, like I said, the cats are on, on a huge discount right now, uh, around 0.7 ETH. And then I think the floor for Gorillas last I looked was around 0.14 um, so really cool project. They, they got an incredible team and, and they're killing it over there. Um, next one's going to be tropical turtles. Um, all my tropical turtle t holders out there. Yeah. 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 Hopefully you guys claimed your otters. They, they, we finally got the otter drop happened on the 21st. Um, everyone who held a turtle, uh, you were able to mint an otter for free. Um, if you wanted to just mint an otter, I believe there were 0.05 ETH. Uh, to mint one plus gas, and I believe there's, uh, last I looked, there was still some left, um, but I know it's going to be a 3,500 supply project um, from what I was understanding. No, 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 5,000. It's going to be 5,000. There was 3,500 available in the public mint and 1,500 for the uh, turtle holders. So uh, still pretty limited, um, not as limited as the tropical turtles um, as there's only 1,500, but I'm, I'm a big fan of tropical turtles. I think they've uh, they've got a good team. The art's really cool. And uh, they're, they're really dedicated to that project. And staking is on the way for both turtles and otters. So can I get an amen? Amen. Uh, all right. But yes, so <laughs> staking, yes, staking is coming for turtles and otters. So that's really exciting. Um, for those who haven't dove into NFTs yet, there's a lot of really cool ways to be able to earn. Um, I don't like saying this, but uh, essentially passive income in a way. Um, all projects will tell you they're not. Um, you know, there's no financial value. They are just a utility token. They're there to operate in their ecosystem, which is true. There just happens to be a secondary market uh, where you can buy and sell the tokens. So at the end of the day, there ends up being some monetary value that you can get out of it. Um, just, you know, as long as the teams aren't promoting it as that, they can kind of get away with it. It's kind of a little bit of a gray area. But yes, so turtles, otters, staking coming, uh, still 
really good price on both of those. Uh, I think Turtles uh, reached around one ETH floor um, like a month and a half ago, and now they're sitting at like 0.15. So super big discount on Turtles right now. Um, and then moving forward to Galactic Apes. They finally dropped the Galactic Monkeys, which is really exciting. Uh, the, the reveal for the Galactic Monkeys are co is coming out tonight. Um, so I, there's still a little bit of a chance if someone wanted to grab one. I think the floor is around 0.19 ETH. Um, you'll have a chance at grabbing one on OpenSea and possibly getting a really rare one because they still have not revealed. So that's really exciting. And in order to complete the missions that are coming for the Galactic Apes, you will need to hold uh, Galactic Apes and Monkeys. So they're, they're a key part of the uh, uh, play-to-earn game that is coming for Galactic Apes. Um, last but not least, um, the, the NFT that I'm really, really excited about um, that launched two days ago is called Cool Dogs. It is uh, it gives major Cool Cat vibes. And for those who don't know what Cool Cats is, it's one of the top blue chip NFT projects right now. I believe the floor for Cool Cats is around 7.8 ETH. So what's that? Uh, you're talking like thirty thousand, probably yeah, around over thirty thousand dollars minimum for a floor Cool Cat. Um, and uh, these guys is essentially the art looks very very similar, but with dogs and uh, it's got a really strong uh, really strong team behind it and a really strong community behind it and uh, it's actually half the supply of cool cats it's only 5k and they sold out in the first day um, and, and like I said the community is awesome I, I ended up jumping on a Twitter space last night with them and uh, they welcomed me with uh, with with open arms and uh, we're, we're just so cool and it was awesome to be in that community just hearing everybody talk about the excitement behind cool dogs and say how how they were upset that they missed um, maybe not upset but bummed that they missed cool cats and and totes and some of these other really awesome uh, blue chip nfts that launched and and i think cool dogs has a really really good opportunity to follow the the tracks of cool cats so that is really cool to see and again that uh, super thankful to get on that twitter spaces last night and they invite me up to come talk and and it was just really cool just getting welcomed by the community. Um, on top of that, they announced today um, their first info on their roadmap, um, which is going to be royalties for holders who have not uh, listed for 30 days, which is insane. Um, so basically, they're going to reward 50, uh, 50 cool dog holders who have not listed for 30 days um, to win a part of their... Uh, Okay, that might have sounded confusing. What they're going to do is they're going to give two and a half percent of the proceeds from all sales, all sales, all secondary sales, to um, fifty holders of cool dogs who have not listed for thirty days. So if you hold a cool dog and you don't list it for thirty days, you will have an opportunity to win. Uh, it, I think it comes out to be. I think the math was it's like a thousand dollars for every five hundred ETH sales. Um, I think that's what it is. That 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 math might be off, but I I'm pretty sure that that's how I wrote it down. <laughs> so makes uh, sense to me. Yeah, yeah. Basically, fifty look uh, fifty cool dog holders are going to get a chance to win two point part of the two point five percent of all their sales or uh, royalties, which is which is huge. You know, I see that with um, Millionaire Meerkat uh, Country Club on Solana, where they give away they they give back the royalties to the community to the holders, which is really cool. But I haven't really seen this much on ETH. Um, so seeing a project like like these guys who have such really cool art and a great community that are doing this for their community, I'm, that makes me super bullish on cool dogs, and that makes me want to pick up another. 
Um, we did drop them in our Discord as, as one of our diamonds the other day. Um, for some of you that are listening, uh, I believe the floor was around 0.04. Uh, when we dropped them, it's, it went all the way up to 0.15. Now is corrected kind of back down to around 0.07 or 0.06, which to me is a great entry point for something that could become uh, a really uh, prominent project here in this space. So uh, if, you got, if you're looking to get into NFTs, I would definitely highly recommend checking out Cool Dogs. Um, as well, so um, exciting stuff coming from them. Um, but yeah, and yeah. Kyle, did you did you? Uh, I know it's, we didn't have this scheduled in, but are you going to take a victory lap on the uh, on uh, on polka dot? Oh, that's right. Yeah, no, uh, Akala, Akala did win. Yeah, uh, they won the first pair chain auction, which is really exciting. So all of us who who uh, contributed to the crowd loan. Um, our polka dot is officially locked for two years. Um, hopefully when we pull that out, we'll be looking at like a thousand bucks coin in two years. You know, that's, that's the idea. We'll see what happens. But, um, the really cool part is we're all going to get Akala tokens for, for contributing. And, uh, and like I said, in one of the previous podcasts, if you can participate in one of these parachain auctions on polka dot, it allows you to essentially farm new tokens that are going to be solid projects because, um, you don't win a parachain auction if you don't know what the fuck you're doing and have a, a great plan and project lined up. So you're essentially farming guaranteed solid tokens without the risk of impermanent loss. And that's where I think people don't realize how great of an opportunity these these crowd loan uh, parachain auctions truly are because there's nothing else in this space where you can guarantee um, a essentially a profit um, on your tokens by locking up um, another token for a, a specific amount of time without risking any impermanent loss uh, versus if you were staking or, or anything like that or yield farming because there's always risks that you can you can have impermanent loss. So um, with these parachain auctions, you're essentially locking down your polka dot for two years and receiving tokens um, by funding the project with your, with your polka dot for the time being. So... Um, so I I know Jesse I know you you got some Akala tokens coming your way. So oh yeah it's uh it's it's red panty night at the Belvin's house. <laughs> no I feel you man I feel you, but you know aside from that, you know I I I'm gonna touch base on my three Dgen plays. We gotta we gotta talk about the Dgen plays you know break it down. Um you know we decided you know we are playing in the shitcoin casino. Um, as I've said before, I'm, I've never been a big fan of the shitcoin casino, but um, these last tokens over the last uh, month or so, um, you know, they've 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 really been speaking to me, you know. And and after what what Doge and Shib and Floki and Akita and Kishu and what all these dog meme coins have done, um, they've laid the groundwork. They've laid the groundwork. They've set the path, and they've 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 set us up for phase two. Of the meme coin revolution and no there's no other tokens than I believe that have a chance at really following that path than the culture meme coins and when you can put meme coins that literally speak to the culture and to the people who are pumping these dog coins um, obviously the dog coins have gotten a little bit of retail um, from Robin Hood and all that kind of stuff but but they did big numbers before they were even on there so um, I, I think the fact that these are directly tied to the community, like GM, Good Morning, like Friend, 
you know, F-R-E-N, you know, you see that all the time in Link, um, in Link memes, you know, friend, you know, with Pepe and all that stuff. So for those who aren't familiar with Pepe, he's a green frog that's all over the chain link memes and he <laughs> likes to call people friends and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then WGMI, you know, we're going to make it, you know, we see that almost as often as we see GM, you know, and, and at the same time, like I said before, anytime people post WGMI or GM on Twitter, those posts get more interaction than 90% of the other posts because that is yep. the culture. That is us. That is, that is what we do, you know, and it really speaks to a lot of the people in the community. And, uh, the fact that you have a token called WGMI, we're going to make it. And, uh, and, and you've got not only that, you have a community that brought back the token after the, the developer rugged it 12 hours in. You know that that's just incredible and speaks volume about the community um, that it, that it literally brought it back. Um, and actually, we we had it. We've been having some Twitter Spaces for for the WGMI community lately. I recommend anybody who's listening in just to jump on one of these uh, Twitter Spaces that we do for WGMI and just listen to the community, listen to the people, and and see how dedicated these people are to really helping the community win as one. You know, there's always a chance it's not going to work out again. This is the shitcoin casino. But if I'm going to bet with a, with a community, it's going to be one like the WGMI community because these people are dedicated and, and they want to see each other win. So um, one thing that was really cool is we had Trey Songs. Trey Songs is part of the, uh, the WGMI community, and uh, he hopped into the Twitter space the other day and was talking with everyone. So I thought that was really cool. And uh, the fact that you know he's, he's in the community, he's, he's giving back and, and just being a part of it, you know, that's huge. You know, the more eyes, the better. Um, and the Discord is, is just growing so fast. And, and how dedicated the people are in the Discord um, to coming up with ideas to help grow this community is just incredible. I mean, some guy just randomly put together a uh, an NFT collection for WGMI, and the community is going to take, um, from what I read, is they're going to take the funds from those sales and put those into the into the liquidity pool to help further WGMI token. So when you got ideas like this being thrown around and you got people coming together to really make sure a project succeeds, like I'll bet with that all day long. You know, I'll, I'll take that bet all day long because, you know, community is everything in these meme coins is, is what it comes down to. So WGMI, I'm super bullish on. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking a jump and uh, I'm riding with the community. So definitely check it out. Um, we'll, we'll put the uh, info for that in the description. Same with Friend. Friend announced they are launching their own uh, decentralized exchange tonight. Um, so that'll be interesting when they when they announce all the details on that. And then last but not least, uh, crypto Twitter CT. Super excited about CT. Um, it's it's probably um, the smallest of the three I'm talking about, and has you know in my in my in my opinion the most upside. Uh, just because of how much smaller it is still and the work that the team has done on the back end um, with creating the infrastructure and the different rankings of everybody and the graphic work um, you know there's uh, it's tied the develop the designer I believe is the same designer as the Floki designer um, and to be honest if, if they were trying to pull something I, I felt like they would have went to Fiverr and paid some cheap artist to just do some shitty artwork and get this shit rolling yep. they wouldn't pay a lot of money uh, to an experienced designer to just um, to just screw everybody, which I mean is 
it's possible they could. You know, at the end of the day, it's still true. Yeah, it's still yeah. shitcoin casino. But, but you know, if 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 we're gonna take bets in this in this space, um, uh, a community like this, uh, I'm I'm gonna bet on all day long. So, uh, CT, WGMI, and friend, um, I'm I'm taking my shots. Those are my three DJ plays. So, uh, you know, play at your own risk. Only put in what you can afford to lose. And uh, at the end of the day, let's 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 hopefully we can take a moonshot. You never know. You never know. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, guys, uh, it's Thanksgiving week. Um, we're filming this on a Kyle. What's today? Is today Monday? Today's Monday. Today is Monday. We got right. Monday night football going on right now. That's right. I know. We're filming this on a Monday. Uh, it, at the, I'm gonna try to get it out, uh, edited it out tonight. If not, first thing tomorrow, it'll be ready to go. Very excited about everything that's going on, and uh, please, guys, make sure you hit the subscribe button. We're found everywhere you get your uh, your podcast um, your podcast from, and uh, don't forget about our NBA top shot. There you go, there you <laughs> top go. shot uh, uh, drawing, and uh, that that comes if you subscribe to the iTunes specifically and leave us a quote unquote badass review. So, Kyle, you got any any last minute tidbits? I don't. I think I'm all good, brother. Uh, Thank you guys for listening in, and uh, can't wait to see you on next week's episode. All right. We'll talk to you soon.